We find in the Mishnah Avos in the first parak, Hillel says, Be among the students of Aharon, one who loves peace, unity of the Jewish people, pursues peace, loves the creations of the Almighty, and brings them close to Torah. Just from the expression of being among the students of Aaron, referring to, of course, to Aaron Akoid, the great high priest, Kohen Gadol, at the time of our initial receiving of the Torah, it seems that it's not sufficient to simply give the instruction to perform these good qualities, these good actions, but we have to actually be learning, in a sense, envisioning Aaron Akoid doing this, to get the sense of what it means to love people and bring them close to Torah. And the Rambam explains at some uh, length, in a sense, the method that Aaron Cohen used in his effort to bring people back to the proper path when uh, they were in such need. He says that our sages said about Aaron that when he would sense about another person that his inner being is off course, Aaron had a keen sense, or if people would tell him about somebody, people that knew the person very well and they were able to discover that inside it was not good, or that he had been acting improperly and they didn't see the means to influence him and they came to Aaron to enlist his help. So what did Aaron do? He said he would, says the Rambam, he would start, he would initiate to give shalom, say shalom aleichem, greet the person, and he would befriend him. Use as an expression, he would become beloved to that person. And he would speak to him a lot. He would engage in a lot of conversation with that person. And the result would be that the person would feel embarrassed in and of himself. And he would say, Oi, if Aaron would know the inner content of my heart, he would know my very improper actions. He wouldn't even allow himself to look at me, certainly to speak with me. But indeed, I am in his eyes a fine, upstanding person. He presumes about me like every Jew is assumed to be in a state of proper, acceptable, good behavior. So therefore, the person said, I am going to make his words true. I'm going to make his thoughts to be the true ones. I'm going to make that to be my truth. And I'm going to come back. And he would become one of the students of Aaron who would learn from him, he would maintain that close connection, learn from him and his path of life, and 
come to full, complete repentance. And this is what the Navi describes Aaron with the words that he walked with me in peace and in righteousness and he returned many people from sin. This is what Hillel is referring to, says the Rambam, about this quality and this approach that was well known about Aaron So of course we need to try to understand what is at the roots of this uh, motivation that is triggering a life transformation in the, the life of the Arako's newfound friend. What is it really that's motivating him? Is it because uh, he feels somehow that he is gaining the friendship of Aaron in an undeserved fashion? He's in a sense uh, almost like deceitfully gaining that friendship. It's hard to see that because after all he hasn't intentionally deceived Aaron. He didn't even initiate the contact. This was all Aaron's own initiative. So true, he allowed it to develop. He wasn't ready to uh, come out of the out to the open and uh, declare his misdeeds, which probably wouldn't even be believed. Person doesn't have the uh, even the authority to uh, make himself unfit and disqualified. He's not even trusted. So. He doesn't really have an option to uh, be expected to do that. I don't think a person would expect that of himself. So he wasn't uh, deceitfully trying to gain this friendship. Why is he embarrassed? Uh, another suggestion that uh, could be offered is that just the mere fact that he knows that if Aaron would, or he thinks at least, that if Aaron would know that he is truly a not proper friend for Aaron, that he wouldn't be having this friendship, he feels it's not truthful. He feels it's really based on a false premise. And he can't really gain the full benefits and the full meaning and the full connection when he knows that it's based on something false. It's not really truthful. And uh, there could be something to that. It would be quite a level for a person to have such a sensitivity. But in truth, it doesn't seem that this is what the Rambam is saying. The Rambam is talking about if Aaron would know, he wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't talk to me. What does it mean? He wouldn't look at me, he wouldn't talk to me. It doesn't seem to be saying that it's really a mistake. I really wouldn't be my friend if he knew who I am and therefore it's not really real. It seems to be saying that Aaron wouldn't do this. It wouldn't be right for him. And in fact, the Tosas Yontif raises the question that Mishnah later on says that uh, a person is supposed to distance himself from a wicked person and not attach himself to person that could be a negative influence. In fact, uh, 
The Rav over there explains that even if one does not emulate the actions, just the mere contact can have some kind of a residual negative impact. Like somebody goes into a uh, tannery factory where there's a very strong uh, putrid odor where something clings to the person. So it would seem that this is something of the nature of what the person is concerned about. Aaron Aquinas, not proper for him to be close to someone that is really off course and not abiding by the Torah. It's not something that he would ordinarily want to do. And the truth is, it needs to be understood why is Aaron doing that. To this we could suggest that that principle is only true where there isn't the very good hope and expectation that it will cause a person to come back, to attach myself for my own benefits, where I don't expect to be able to accomplish a change in the person's behavior and whole course in life. Then I have to stay, stay distant and maybe harmful to me. But Aaron Akayan knows that the good desired result can come about and he's quite confident that it will come about. So, from Aaron's perspective, it's, it's allowed, and it's even certainly a great undertaking. But the person himself, not realizing all this, is thinking to himself, it's not really right for Aaron Akoyan to be in such close contact with somebody like me. So that itself is quite noteworthy, that he could have that sensitivity. He himself, for his own spiritual welfare, somehow is not so concerned or not able to resist the temptation. But not to want to tarnish, even to some slight degree, the purity of Aaron Akoyan that he's sensitive to, that he's very concerned about. His bias, he's almost embarrassed. How could I be the cause of this? But there seems to be another element that's at play here. Because... Let me pause for a second, and I'll cut this out. Okay. Uh, it just is such, so confusing, because on the side that it's an isser or inappropriate for Aaron to be close to a wicked person, that's because the wicked acts will, that he notices will influence him. Right. But Lagabi, the person, coming up with this thing, this theory... Aaron made it clear to him that he's not aware of the wicked acts. Okay, so how can okay. the person feel that it's wrong for Aaron to be near me when Aaron, doesn't, Aaron is not aware of my wickedness for him to be influenced okay. negatively okay. by Okay, very good, very good. Okay, so let me clarify that. Very good, very good point. So now, of course, we have to um, step back and clarify that even though Aaron Akkad is not aware of the person's behavior, the mere fact that he has already gotten off course influences his own personality and it's something that even to somebody who is not aware of the specific improper actions, there can also be some, at least a very slight, residual negative impact. You know, it's like somebody that's very, very delicate, <laughs> very, very delicate instruments can be, can be harmed by something very, very, very slight, very minor. The most... most most sensitive thing is also 
sensitive to anything that's... So the person is thinking to himself, I could be somehow not good for Aaron Akayim. And it's, it's troubling to him. But now let's, let's take a look at this scene. We have Aaron Akayim, the Koyin Godol, that Sadik, the one who is bringing forgiveness for the Jewish people, the one who is accomplishing the great goal, which is his main task of uniting the Jewish people one to another and with their Father in Heaven. Aaron Cohen is known to be the one who brought peace and tranquility in Jewish homes anytime there was some negative interaction between people. He was able to smooth it out. So he is revered and beloved for his greatness and for the great benefit that he's bringing and known to be bringing to the Jewish people and famous for that. In fact, the Torah tells us that when Aaron Akhoyim passed away, the entire Jewish people cried for Aaron for 30 days. Even those that were not so learned, that were not on the high level, even the women and children, the whole nation cried for Aaron in an unprecedented way. So Aaron's greatness and Aaron's belovedness was well established. But yet the Rambam adds that it wasn't just merely Aaron's great personality, Aaron's esteemed personality that is causing the person to be influenced, be inspired, not wanting to tarnish it, and thereby taking hold of his true essence as he knows Aaron sees in him. Aaron assumes, as is correct to assume, that he really is good and could be good. It's not just his recognition of the greatness of Aaron. It's the friendship. Rambam says, He made himself beloved to the person. They became best buddies. It's not just, I don't want to be a cause of negative influence on Aaron, the, the, the great, the great supreme holy being. Aaron is my best friend. I want him to have the friend that he deserves. I don't want him to have something that could be not good for him. That's something that is additional, significant, maybe even more powerful than just Aaron's greatness, Aaron's holiness, Aaron's supreme esteem that he holds in the eyes of the Jewish people. He's my friend. He spends a lot of time talking with me. It's not just he speaks to me and I don't want that should be negative to him. It's Marbe. He speaks, he spends hours with me. We go on long walks together. He's, he's my, my closest buddy. And now my behavior is going to cause some negative impact on him. I can't bear that. And that's what's inspiring him. Embarrassed that someone who I, I love so much should be in contact with somebody who really otherwise wouldn't be right for him, wouldn't be good for him. So it would seem uh, quite an uh, inspiration, quite a uh, path to try to follow. As the Misha is telling us, to be of ours to to follow in his path and perhaps even specifically 
in somewhat of his method to become the close friend to the people who need that inspiration, who will want that we should have from them the best friend that they can receive, the right kind of friend that they can receive, that they'll want them to have, and not certainly uh, anything of an opposite nature. And that's the best way to be a source of good influence to those that we can become close to. And in that matter, they will, of course, come to recognize their true inner goodness and want to take hold of that. And this even really could work under such circumstances where things aren't a total secret because the essential ingredient is there. Now, even when we know it's not hidden, but we can be accepting of people and the friendship could still develop. Maybe every hour it wouldn't be possible to develop. A person wouldn't allow himself even to get close if, he's, if he knows that Aaron is really aware. But in a situation where it's able to develop, then it could have that impact. Of course, we have to be careful. We have to know whether it really has the potential to be successful. But where it does have that potential, we should employ this method of being that good friend that will inspire others to give to us the good friend that they want us to have. Thank you very much.